then? I think probably of everything, I think with parents would either be speak to other parents, honestly, about things, because they'll probably be really pleased that someone else is feeling the same. And they probably will, will be feeling the same, I think. Well, the other thing I'd say is, like, don't believe, don't believe the adverts, I guess. I think even from doing a pregnancy test, that already, I had that in my head from adverts, that you're sitting with a friend or with your husband. Like, it's all these things have been moulded by the media already. Pregnancy, the pregnancy test, the moment you tell people, telling your partner or you doing the test together, how you're going to look when you're pregnant. It's just images all over the place and they're all so fake and they're all so clean and they're normally very Caucasian, normally quite upper middle class. Everyone's normally smiling, normally in white linen shirts. It's that sort of, you know, that like such a clean cut happy image of everything to do with becoming and being a parent. That I'd say if you look at that, everything you do, you're going to think you're not doing it very well. But if you don't look at that, then at least you don't have that kind of false expectation to go up to. So your book is very much the the inverse of that. This is the real unsanitised. Yeah, hopefully. Like I didn't write it with the purpose of other people reading it. So I think that's, it's not like meant to be brutally honest or I've written all this stuff to share with people. Like I was just writing it for myself about things that I genuinely think were absolutely lovely as well. Like there's a lot of love in it, but the things that I thought were also terrible things to do with, I guess, like loneliness, lots to do with sex. People seem to relate to that quite a lot, like sex after having a baby. And then also to do with race, like the sort of how hard it is to find children with brown skin in books and films who are like a lead part, or at the moment, how hard are, you know, kind of gender things, the splitting of toys and the kind of gendering of kids and all that. I just, I find it all fascinating, so I just wrote it all down. Do you think that there's something in the in the audio experience of a book like this that you're going to be, you know, you yourself, the author, are going to be talking directly to listeners? Do you think there's something in the audio experience that really lends itself to that? That's going to sort of help people connect with what you're saying. Yeah, I'm really excited to do this book as an audio version. I mean, unless people hate my voice, which I also know, <laughs> you know, it might be the case with some people, but I just think the idea of having a book read to you is so lovely. I listen to audiobooks all the time in the car, especially when I'm driving. And the fact that it's a book that not like not only parents read, but is a lot of parents that are given it as a present. And I think new parents are probably one of the groups that find it hardest to sit down and hold a book. Like you've got a new baby. It's when I started listening to the radio way more was when I was on maternity leave, sort of rediscovered radio and realised how lovely it is to have someone just talk to you and you can get on with things like tv doesn't do that because you have to concentrate on watching it and books don't do that but radio and audio it's really the only media that that does i love the idea of having people read to especially as an adult you don't get that like kids love bedtime stories for a reason and actually adults they do as well because people have started going to you know comedy shows where comedians are just on stage telling stories basically or like storytelling is is getting way more popular now there's lots of things like the moth podcast and the moth shows where people just stand and tell a 10 minute story i think there's something about just being able to relax and hear someone reading to you which is yeah it's a lovely experience hopefully lots of people that have bought it have asked if i'm going to do an audio version 
because they want to know how I'd read the poems because I guess that's quite different. Like anyone really can read prose in their head, but with poetry, the rhythm and the rhyme and fitting it all in, I actually think maybe it's better to hear that than to read it. Not with all poems, but my poetry is not, is not so structured, so sometimes it's probably hard to know how I intended it to sound if you can only see it on a page. Yeah.